motherhood, and work. There isn't a right way or best way to juggle these, despite what you've heard or been told. No, really, there's not. Part-time work has been the best fit for me and my family, but it's tough to navigate any gray area of motherhood when you don't fit neatly in a box. My name is Tiana Fesh, and welcome to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast, where we are going to build conversation and community around swinging motherhood and work in a way that works best for us and our families. No matter your path, it's an adventure with highs, lows, and in-betweens. Let's explore together. Before diving into this episode, I wanted to share an update with you. There are seasons, stages, and times of change in our motherhood journey, and this is the case with my podcast as well. With many mixed emotions, the final episode of the Part-Time Jungle podcast will be released at the end of June 2022, and I will be launching a new podcast called the People Teaching People podcast in the fall. This journey has been amazing. I have had the opportunity to connect with so many incredible people, to hear their stories, to be inspired, and to learn so much. I have also had such wonderful feedback from our community of listeners about the guests, episodes, and conversations that have really resonated with them. I wasn't quite sure what to expect when I started this podcast back in February of 2020, but it has truly filled my soul and warmed my heart. However, it is time for a change. My background is in education and I am truly passionate about all things teaching and learning. My new podcast will be a place to talk about the who, what, when, where, why, and how of teaching and learning in a world where there is always more to discover. Education truly plays an important and integral role in all facets of our lives, how we work, do business, live, play, explore, and build relationships. Thank you for joining me in the part-time jungle, and I hope to have you join me on the road and adventure ahead on the People Teaching People podcast. Welcome to the Part-Time Jungle podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to be here with our guest today, Carly Kirtulitsa. Carly is a Calgary mom of two girls and a blogger, content creator, and social media influencer at Style to Sparkle. She is also a freelance interior designer and a sommelier with her WSET Level 2 certification. Her blog and social media are a direct reflection of her daily life with her family, home projects, outdoor adventures, global travel, fine food, wine and spirits, and so much more. Carly wants to share what makes her life easier in the hopes that it will make your life easier too. Thank you so much for joining me, Carly. Thank you so much for having me. So we chatted a little bit before we started recording and I'm already learning that there's so much more to your story than I realized. And I wanted to start off by asking you about what has been your journey in motherhood and work that has brought you to where you are and what you're doing today. 
Yeah. So I guess that's kind of a a crazy story. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, maybe because I have parents who are entrepreneurs. My husband is also an entrepreneur, but um, I really wanted something that would give me the flexibility to be at home and choose my own hours when I had children. So that was something that I always kind of thought about through my 20s and into my early 30s. And I kind of fell into uh, the space I'm in now. And then, you know, when we had our girls trying to figure out how it works, you know, to balance the two things. But yeah, it's been it's been really good. I didn't expect to have my kids quite so close together. Um, So that in itself has brought um, its own set of challenges because my girls are 16 months apart. And there was the challenge of, you know, being an entrepreneur doesn't come with maternity leave necessarily, especially in the industry that I'm in. So that kind of brought its own unique set of challenges, but also its own unique set of opportunities as well. Yeah, it certainly does. I think any option we choose sort of has, you know, some challenges or some benefits and it's sort of navigating those and finding that that way or that path that works best for you. Now, you had mentioned that you have a degree in business. Is that right? It is. Yeah. My major is actually entrepreneurship uh, of all things, which is kind of funny. It was honestly, if my business degree was great, there were a lot of courses that were, you know, kind of redundant or really vague, but the entrepreneurship courses themselves were really interesting because they, they teach you a lot of more practical knowledge, whereas a lot of the other Uh, fields in business were a lot more theoretical. So it was actually pretty helpful. And you mentioned as well that you worked as an accountant. So what was it about being an accountant that you liked or didn't like, or where did that kind of fall in your journey to where you are today? Well, that's kind of interesting. So when I was in university, um, my first summer at a university, I got a really great summer student position at an oil and gas company, because you know, Calgary. And then I was just the summer student that didn't leave. So I ended up working part-time throughout the year uh, while I was still in school. And then I'd work full-time through the summers. And it was honestly, it was just something I kind of fell into and then just grew with my oil and gas experience and the knowledge Um, that I was gaining and I worked uh, for a few different companies. Um, But I just knew deep down it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. It wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't my passion, but um, it really wasn't. And I just kept thinking like, there's got to be something else for me out there. And so even after I, you know, I wasn't doing accounting anymore, I ended up um, doing a couple of other things before I fell into the, the blogger space. So Yeah, it's so funny, the paths and adventures that our life takes us on for sure. Now, one of the things that I love in following you on social media and following your blog is that you share what makes your life easier in the hopes that it will make others lives easier too. And I am all about sharing resources and ideas and strategies. Now you're a busy mom of two little ones, little, little ones, and you're juggling many hats. And I'm just curious, what are some of your favorite things that are helping to make your life easier these days? Yeah, um, I do have a lot on the go. And that is one of those things that people are like, oh, like it looks like she can do it all. And it's like, you can have it all, just not at the same time. And if you do, you need to outsource some of those things. I can't do it all because I need to sleep at night so that I have the energy to do the things that I do during the day. So one of the, honestly, one of the things that makes my life incredibly so much easier is Instacart. Not having to take that time to go to the grocery store. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I have no vegetables in the fridge for dinner tonight. 
um, because I just forgot and I just didn't get there. And it's like, okay, so I can order vegetables and snacks for the girls and, you know, distilled water for the baby formula machine or things like that, that I'm just like, oh my goodness, instead of having, especially in the winter to pack up the girls, put them in the truck, take them to the grocery store, like unload them in and out and all that and get my groceries. It's just, honestly, it's a massive time saver for me. I also like to have some pre-made meals in the fridge. And I'd like to say that I'm one of those people that I'm like, yeah, you know, on Sunday night, I make all these freezer meals. That doesn't happen. Let's not lie. (laughs) So a service that I do use is Sprout Society. They're a Calgary company as well, which is great. It's nice to support local business, but they have really great meals, a really great variety and they're plant-based. So they're good for everybody. Uh, we aren't plant-based. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll have like, the pre-packaged Costco chicken and I'll just, you know, warm up a little bit of that and throw it on top. Cause they always have such great sauces and the girls love their meals and stuff too. So they're really helpful to have on hand. Plus if I'm like, forget that, oh my goodness, like these are in the fridge, I can put them in the freezer, um, which is also really helpful. But those are definitely the things that I feel like I rely on a lot. Those are great ideas and great things to great strategies to implement the meal thing. The food thing is such a big piece of the whole motherhood work juggle because there's the deciding what to make, the making sure that you have what you need, and then the making it part. And it takes up so much time. It does. And honestly, like, I don't want to like lie to your listeners and be like, oh yeah, I do it all. And I cook. No, my husband probably cooks 95% of the time. I will clean up. I will do dishes. I will do all of that stuff, but he generally does the, the cooking portion of it. But I'm the one that procures everything. So, but yeah, just even deciding like, what do you want to have for dinner tonight? And it's like, I don't even know. Like I don't. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. just being able to have those kind of conveniences are, are really helpful. Oh, it makes such a difference. Like I Instacart or just eat, being able to just pick up your groceries. It was such a game yes. changer. Cause oh, that the didn't, collect? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that didn't exist when my kids were little. And as you're talking, I'm just imagining myself exactly like with one kid in the your baby carrier and two in the cart and packing a million snacks. And it was just insane. <laughs> That's the thing, right? I was yeah. thinking Oh, they're like, motherhood is so hard. I was like, think back 10 years when moms did this without Instacart, without Amazon, without dry shampoo. Like these are things that didn't exist. Like people were trying to do this. Like, Oh, it's yeah. yeah, We're so fortunate. Oh, taking advantage of those things are, it's just simply the best. I just love it. So thank you for keeping it real and saying, you know what? I do do things that make my life easier. And those are great things to share now. Another thing about you that I've observed is you have a huge, diverse range of interests, which I love. I do, yeah. There's wine and interior design and renovations and travel, and the list could go on. So if you had to pick, if you had to pick a favorite, what would it be and why? I would probably have to say my favorite would be interior design. I I just love the creativity that goes into it. And I love making a space just feel good for lack of, for lack of better term, really. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I just really love it. Well, I'm looking at the space behind you and it's quite lovely. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> is that, is, are you in a space that you've renovated? Yes, I am actually. Um, so this is my husband's office and in it, we had all of our flooring redone 
in our home earlier this year with a three week old baby. Cause you know, that's what you do. But with that, we decided to do some built-ins in my husband's office. We did a bit of like an Ikea hack with that just to kind of get the, the look and storage that we were going for. For us, storage is key. I like spaces to be functional, but I also want them to look really nice. So yeah. Well, it looks lovely. I can oh, tell thank you, you. That. <laughs> So just a few questions uh, about your specific interests. So I know wine is one of them. So do you have a favorite wine? So if you could pick one or two, and then maybe what you would pair that wine or those wines with. Ooh, okay. Um, I have probably two or three current favorites. One of my favorite whites is Mission Hill in the Okanagan. They make a Chardonnay and it's called Perpetua and it's from probably their, their more expensive and, and fancy collection, but it's definitely worth it. It's just so lovely and buttery and wonderful. I love an oak Chardonnay. I know not everybody does. Um, and even just saying oak Chardonnay is blasphemy in certain circles, <laughs> um, but I like it. So whatever. I love it with popcorn with butter and maybe a bit of truffle oil, sprinkle in some parm. That to me is my absolute favorite pairing with that particular one. I know a lot of people really like red wines, so don't worry, I'll recommend some of those too. I really love the Blue Mountain, another another Okanagan wine. I love their Pinot Noir. I love the Incomite Merlot. It is one of my fav- favorite red wines from the Okanagan as well. I love that one with steak. That's a really interesting winery too, because it's First Nations owned which is really cool. And then I also love Hello Sunday. I don't know if you're familiar with them at all, but they are owned by a Calgary couple, Jim and Jamie Love, and they are amazing. I love their red wine. It goes so well with like sharp cheeses. And I'm somebody who loves like a charcuterie board with wine and their red is just honestly like a really great crowd pleaser with, with charcuterie, especially if you do like maybe the sharper cheeses and some, some meats and stuff like that, um, even some jams and crackers. It's fantastic. Okay. So now I'm, you know, I'm going to be going back and re-listening and taking notes <laughs> because I love cheese and I love popcorn with truffle salt. And I actually put nutritional yeast on mine. So yeah, Ooh. suddenly I'm getting really hungry <laughs> and craving <laughs> wine. Those all sound amazing. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. I also wanted to ask you, what has been one of your favorite interior design or renovation projects that you've done? Oh my goodness. I, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> such a hard question. Um, it's one of those things if you know and follow me, it's like, I can never just choose one. Even like when you ask about wine recommendations, so you're like, what's your favorite? I'm like, here's four. Here's four. Um, <laughs> that's so okay. I would say probably my favorite room in my house right now is my youngest daughter's nursery. I don't know why it was just one of those things that I had such a specific vision in my head. And I feel like I executed it exactly to the specifications in my brain. Um, just the textures and the colors and, and all that. You can find it on my blog if you want to check it out, but it is really, it's, it's more feminine than I thought I would go for a nursery and more feminine than I went with my, my older daughter's nursery. But I just, I love the space. I wouldn't say it's as much of a reno project. We did redo the flooring in there and then we did a custom closet as well. So there is a bit of a, a little bit of a DIY there, but as far as my design projects, I would say that was probably one of my favorite. And then renovations would have to be either my pantry or my kitchen. So, yeah, those are spaces yeah. that tend to have a lot of activity and to have them be beautiful and functional 
yes. are so important, but yeah, well, I'll have to much time there. Right. It it's does. one of those things. Like you don't want to be like, every time you go into your pantry and kids, my age are in the pantry a lot. You're just, it's like, you don't want to go in there and be like, Oh my gosh, I hate this. Like, no, you want it to be a space that you love because you're there all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. It's so true. Well, I'll have to link to your blog post for those spaces so that people can check them out. Cause I'm also very curious to see. I, I think I've seen your kitchen, but maybe not the pictures of your daughter's nursery. So I'm excited to have a look at that. And what would be one of your favorite travel destinations? Ooh, so I've been a lot of places, but I honestly have to say that the one place that I absolutely love that I know I'm like immediately planning a trip back to as soon as possible would have to be Japan. We love Europe. Uh, we love like the continental US and, you know, and traveling there, but there was just something about Japan that even when, like, so my husband and I went about three, four years ago now. And when we were there, I think we we're three days into our trip and we we're already planning a trip back because everything was amazing. And we wanted to see so much more of the country. So that is not a place I've been to now. Would you bring your girls or would you travel just with you and your husband there? Is it a kid friendly, family friendly type of destination? It is. So that's what's really cool about Japan is there's so many ways that you can do it. You could do it as a solo trip. You could do it, you know, with your partner, you could go, you could bring your kids. If we took the kids, I think we'd probably do like Tokyo Disney one day or something like that. There's so many different things that are really family friendly that we, when we were there, we're like, Oh my goodness, this would be amazing. If we had kids to bring them to see, we'd have to come back to this or there's other, just, there's just something for everyone and for everyone's interest there, which I think is really cool. We might need to add that one to our list. We have this growing list, but unfortunately traveling of course has been a little bit difficult. So we've been putting some of our plans and dreams on hold, but that sounds amazing. Now, I wanted to ask you too, what exciting things are happening and coming up next for you and Style to Sparkle? Because it seems like you're always coming up with some different new things or new projects. So what is coming up next? Yeah, so 2022 is going to be a big year for Style to Sparkle. I'm really excited about it. I think we're going to finish our home renovations. Um, The only space left is our ensuite and master closet. So I'm in the process of just kind of making some tile choices and and finalizing that. So, of course, there will be a lot of that um, hitting the blog. I'm going to be sharing all about our flooring renovation and our kitchen renovation and all of the things that we did in 2021, all that content is going to be rolling out, which is really exciting. But I think most exciting for me in 2022 is that I wrote a book and it's going to be um, released. It's going to be available for pre-sale in the early new year. And then it's going to be for sale for the, I guess the rest of time after that. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, Writing a book is something I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I'm hoping that this is maybe the first of many So that's very exciting. So you've been juggling working and being a mom of two little ones, one who's two and one who's eight months. That's right. And writing a book. Yes. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit more about the book? Do you have the name finalized? Can you tell us a little bit about what it's all about? 
Yeah, I do. So the book is called Chasing Likes. And what it is about is about being what it takes to be an Instagram influencer. It's a bit of a peek behind the curtain of the work that goes into blogging and Instagram and content creation and working with brands. Just, you know, some anecdotal stories of some of my experiences with other influencers or with events or or different things, different stuff that's kind of come up socially as far as causes go and just how that's kind of impacted the influencer world. So I think it might be one of those books where if you're an influencer, you'll read it and you'll be like, I hope, or I hope when they read it, it'll be like, you know, finally someone is like, sharing like what actually goes into what we do when they maybe feel a little bit seen and I think people people are always so curious about what it actually means to be an influencer or a blogger and what it actually takes because it's just one of those things that is kind of unknown and so I think maybe a peek behind the curtain might be interesting for some folks as well. Well, that sounds incredibly interesting and congratulations. That is such exciting news. And so Thank when, you so much. yeah. And so when your book comes out or in order for people to be able to find it, uh, what's going to be the best place to kind of make sure that people are caught up on that? Yeah. So I will have links to it, of course, in my Instagram bio and as well, there'll be a whole page for it on my blog styled Awesome. Okay. I look forward to checking that out, Carly. That's awesome. Now, this leads really well into the next question that I wanted to ask you, because as you said, a lot of people have questions about what is being an influencer or a blogger or a content creator all about. So what advice would you give to someone thinking of pursuing either blogging or content creation or being a social media influencer? And then with that, what maybe happens behind the scenes that people might not know about? Yeah. So I guess my answer kind of goes with both of those questions. So first I'm like, you know what, like, are you sure you want to do this? Um, is, is the real question. And I say that just because it's a lot of work and it's a 24 seven job. And there are a lot of decisions that have to be made with just content creation and what you share, what you don't share, how personal do you want to be? How private do you want to be? How candid, how authentic um, do you want to be? And that kind of thing. Um, It really, it's like, why do you want to get into this space? Because if you think it's just going to be pretty easy to just, you know, snap some photos and get some free stuff and and go from there. That might've been the way it was a number of years ago, but it's certainly not like that now. I've had to invest uh, in a lot of expensive equipment and software uh, to be able to do this now. Instagram is always changing its platform. Um, Now video content seems to be you know, king on Instagram. And so that was a massive pivot that a lot of us influencers had to, you know, kind of figure out. Which I mean, it's exciting. Video content is really interesting, but it is just, again, adding to the skill set required. There's a lot of work that goes into this and it just, it feels like something that can be really all consuming. I do know some people that do this part-time. I'm somebody who does it full-time, but even for the part-timers, it's a lot of effort and it takes up most of their evenings and weekends just because there is so much that goes into it. It is really exciting and I've been able to meet some incredible people and work on some really amazing projects. I don't want to discourage anybody from getting into this space because I think there is room for everybody. Everybody has a unique voice and perspective and you know, attracts a unique audience, but it definitely is probably a lot more work than it, than it appears. 
Yes. Oftentimes that's the case, isn't it? There's usually yes. more to the story. Now, when you look back at your journey so far, what would be some of your favorite highlights and wins? And what are maybe some of the things that you're most proud of? Yeah. So <laughs> that's a really, really great question. Um, I've been able to work with some really amazing brands and I've been able to meet some really incredible people and, and make some great friends through this. I've also been able to work with some of my audience members. If I've maybe inspired them to, let's say, renovate their pantry, I've helped them make tile choices or I've designed uh, Ikea closets for clients who are like, oh, I really want to do this and you make it look really easy, but I don't know how to do it. Can you just do it for me? And I'm like, yeah, I can. And so it's really been able to, you know, I guess, foster my own creativity and, and let me work in a number of different spaces that I might not have otherwise had the opportunity to do. Um, that is kind of one nice thing about being a lifestyle blogger is I can kind of have my hand in many pots as opposed to just being one thing, which I mean, I really like, yeah, I've had some, some really incredible experiences through this, some great travel experiences. I've been able to maybe visit some destinations or have some experiences that I wouldn't have otherwise, or would have been a little bit more tricky to, uh, to kind of navigate. So, yeah. Do you have a moment in mind where you were in the midst of a moment of experiencing something because of the work that you're doing, where you thought like, pinch me, I can't believe that I actually am getting to do this or be here right now? Ooh, that's a really great question. You know, probably when I worked with Ikea to um, renovate my pantry and mudroom and laundry room, they're a brand that I shop a lot and, and, and really, really love and recommend to other people and have designed stuff for clients. But to be able to actually partner with them and collaborate on such a large renovation project in my home was really exciting. That's amazing. That is so exciting. Congratulations on oh, thank that. You. That's definitely a pinch me moment for sure. Yes. Now I have some rapid fire questions. Uh, such a huge part of my motherhood philosophy is big borrow steel. Cause okay. I, I'm the one looking in other people's grocery carts at Costco. And I love picking other people's brains to get ideas for things that they love or that are working for them. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that does that at Costco. <laughs> and then I see those people that only have two things in their cart. And I think, how is that even possible? And I always, I always let them go ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. Like that's so much self-control. I know. Yeah. You have to be very focused and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> stick to the list. So what would be one of your go-to meals on those super busy days? Tacos. Um, I always have what I need on hand for, for tacos. I've always got taco meat in the, in the freezer. I've always got tomatoes and avocados. They're always in our pantry. And I always have like probably an overstock of taco shells. So it's just one of those things that I know we can whip up in, you know, 20 minutes and is really easy and everybody likes it. So that is a good one. Definitely yeah. one of our family faves as well. What is one of your favorite family games or activities? I would have to say probably going hiking. Um, our girls love to be outside, even though they're small, they just love the fresh air. My older daughter, she's walking, my younger one is it. So she loves to just explore and then we can get out and we can take our dog with us too. So it's something that we're all included in and it's nice to just kind of unplug and, and reconnect with nature. Do you have a favorite spot that you like to walk or explore? Um, we like to either, if we're just doing, want to do something quick in town, we will go to Griffith Woods or we'll go, if we're going to do something a little bit more backcountry, we'll probably go out to Wipress. 
both lovely spots. <laughs> yes. And what is a book, podcast, or TV show that you've enjoyed recently? And if you have one of each, you're welcome to share one of each. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest with you, it's been a minute since I've had time to read a book or really watch much on TV. I mean, I guess other than maybe like a hockey game. But as far as podcasts go, I would have to say I do fairly avidly listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Or I guess it's called the Joe Rogan Experience. And oh, this is a while back now, but he had Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN on there. And it was incredibly fascinating. I know that the COVID-19 vaccination stuff is controversial either. You're in, but it was one of those discussions that it was like, if you're super against vaccinations or you're super pro, even mandatory vaccinations, no matter where you kind of fell on the spectrum of how you even felt about the pandemic at all, they kind of, they just really discussed it in such an open forum. I found it just incredibly interesting and I shared it with as many people as possible. <laughs> so that does sound very interesting and not a podcast that I've heard before. So thank you. No, for oh that my goodness. He, gets, he gets really great guests. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. And last rapid fire question. If you could sit down and have a conversation with any mom, who would it be and why? So I would probably have to say Michelle Obama. (laughs) I know that that sounds like really crazy, but I read her book when it came out a few years back. And one of the things that really struck me is I know that being first lady and being an Instagram influencer are absolutely nowhere near each other on the spectrum of public life. But It was just a matter of how do you navigate being a mom when you have to share some aspects of being a mom and having children and your children are going to be kind of known a little bit publicly and in the spotlight, but how do you kind of shield them from that? Or how do you be discerning and and do it on your own terms? That I guess would probably be what I would want to chat with her about. She would be an amazing person to to sit down and have a conversation with. I agree. Yes. And then thinking about the phrase, if I knew then what I know now, what is one of the biggest takeaways or aha moments that you've had as a mom? Never say never. (laughs) It's probably one of those things. No, I'm, I'm joking when I say that. To be really honest with you, I didn't know that I was going to love it this much. Um, there have been times when I'm just like, I want to walk away from everything else that I do and only do this. But then I feel, I feel kind of pulled in, in different directions. I didn't think I would feel the pull so much one way and then so much another. Our girls are our entire world. And I, I guess I wasn't prepared for the overwhelm of of love that I would feel and just how much I would enjoy all of the phases, even things like all the diapers and the feeding and stuff that really can add up and seem a bit tedious at the end of the day. But I just honestly love every moment because it's going so quickly and I didn't anticipate that. And I wish I, I don't want to say I wish I'd better mentally prepared myself for that, but I think I would have looked more into outsourcing while I was pregnant instead of scrambling to figure it out after the fact when I was knee deep in, in children. So yeah, that is great advice. And you're, yeah, you're right. It's, you just have no idea, you know, what the experience is going to be. There's, you sort of have theories or people tell you things and then all of a sudden you're, you're in it. <laughs> That's the thing. And I know that like yeah. the experience is different for everyone. It is. Um, not everybody experiences motherhood the same way or feels like it comes natural to them. And I mean, that's okay too. And I think it's also, it's just so important to be able to, I guess, know your truth when it comes to that kind of thing. But yeah, there's really no way to prepare yourself for it. It's 
<laughs> it's crazy. No, I had all these ideas of the things I would do or not do as a mom. And then there was reality. <laughs> That's why I said, never say never. Never say I, never. I won't let my kids do this. And then you, you find yourself doing it and you're like, oh my God. Yep. Yep. It's happening, <laughs> it's happening right now. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And before we wrap things up, I was just wondering if you had any final thoughts or words of wisdom for moms who are listening, who are looking for some inspiration or support with their own mom work juggles. Honestly, the best advice I can give you is give yourself some grace because I think moms are too hard on themselves and they feel pulled in so many different directions. I know that being able to kind of compartmentalize my life a little bit, I feel like When I'm with my kids, then I can just be with my kids and I don't have to think about work. And then when I'm doing work, I know my kids are taken care of. So I don't have to, or they're napping or something. And I don't have to think like, okay, are my kids okay? And worry about those kinds of things and then feel like my work is suffering. So I feel like being able to kind of separate the two and ask for help when you need it, outsource when you need it. Honestly, maybe make a list of the things that you feel like you don't want to do for your business or work that you might be able to outsource so that you can find a better balance there. No one can do it all. They just can't. And if they say that they are, they're lying. Um, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's no badge for like, for doing it all and running yourself ragged. Um, I know a lot of people see influencers and influencers, the other influencers who it's like, how do they do it all? And they look so perfect all the time. It's like, but you don't know they have a staff of five because they just don't share that. And you know, that's just one of those things that, you know, not everything you see is, is real. So just give yourself some grace and, you know, ask for help. That is very good advice. Thank you so much, Carly. And thank you for sharing your time and all your words of wisdom with us, as well as your story today. If our listeners want to learn more about you and all the work that you're doing, uh, all about when your book is coming out, where are the best places to find you? Yeah. So you can find me on my blog, which is styled And all of my social media handles are at styled to sparkle. So it's consistent across the board and pretty easy to find. That makes it nice and easy. I'll make sure to share all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today, Carly. It was really nice to connect with you. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for having me. This was great. Thank you so much for listening to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana Fesh. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Part-Time Jungle and on my website, www.theparttimejungle.com. I would love if you would subscribe to, rate, and review this podcast. Your feedback and support are so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore the motherhood jungle together.